And we're live. Live. Welcome, everybody. How you doing, Eddie? Doing well. JB, how's life? Life is good. Uh, this week's going by pretty quickly. Uh, and uh, the weather's been pretty bad, just like rain. So I think uh, I think it's the last day today. So you're in California, bro. You're gonna get bad weather. But we do you yeah, know what we do get. What do we get? In December, we get a new sponsor. So I'm gonna share who's my our screen. sponsor this month. Yeah, boys, ladies, and gentlemen in the chat. This week's sponsor brought to you by Skyler and Team is Stone. Can you see my? Oh, I see it. Stoner. Yeah, Car Stoner's Care. Car Care. So if you haven't seen that podcast, go on to Jamie's channel. Um, here's what I love about Stoner's, by the way. Last that last you know live was pretty intense, and they took mm -hmm. it like for me that they, I'm mad respect, mad respect. For they Stoner. kept it real. Hundred percent. They uh, did. Even though Rich was Rich looked like he was gonna strangle Jamie from the like inside. You know, I'm talking. He's gonna grab. I him. wanted to. I wanted to like buy Rich a drink or multiple after that, um, just, just so he could he could relax. He deserved it. But here's what they're giving Absolutely. away this time, and this is shout out to Skyler and team. They're gonna give away the invisible glass pro grade ceramic coating kit. Uh, we'll ask a question at the end of the chat or at the end of the podcast. Um, but yes, yeah, shout out to Stoner's Car Care. You go to Stoner's Car Care. What, what's the website, bro? I'm so bad at this. I think uh, it's stonercarcare.com. Yeah, stonercarcare.com. Pick you up some sweet stuff. I would give you Jamie's code, but uh, nah. He hasn't gotten to them yet. He, has, he hasn't gotten to them. He does. <laughs> you know, he does have a link with them. I'm just not sharing it. All right. Speaking wanna... of Jamie. Yeah, you got it? I don't got it, but do you got it? I'm bringing it. I'm looking up the Let's link. Let's bring bro. it up. Our, our 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 friend Jamie the Cleaner, if you haven't seen, uh, had a little special project this week with PNS. Yeah, let me bring it up real quick. I'm kind of proud of him, right? Kind uh, of. Oh yeah, a little bit until I had to pay 19 bucks for it. 1,600 people live in his city, and he has his name on a product. I'm proud of that man. Shout Look out to Jamie the Cleaner. Everyone go to pnsdetailproducts.com. Pick yourself up a bottle. Support the man. Use the code Jamie10. Get yourself a discount. It was uh, it was really cool to 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 be part of that and and uh, uh, witness the the behind the scenes. It was. It was really cool. I'm glad you went and represented the the podcast. Appreciate you for doing that. Absolutely. Um, but we're not here for me. We're not here for you. We're not. We got someone special. Someone. He's, we he's got. sexy. He's sexy, but before we bring it on, I'm gonna play the clip. Let's do it. Hi, my name is Bill. That's Bill, and guess what he owns? Lithium Auto Care Products. The man behind Ceramic Slam, Hyper Cleanse, and that oh-so-good Gloss Sauce. Where do you come from? Why another product? And why should you trust Bill from Lithium Auto Care? In this episode of the Keep It Real podcast, we're proud to announce Bill, owner and president of Lithium Car Care. Bill, welcome, Bill. <laughs> Thanks, boys. That was that was terrific. Uh, and he's a master. He's getting so good at those. I can't believe what a dork I look like. <laughs> what? <laughs> no <laughs> way. Me? Bro, people pay Jenny Craig memberships to get in jeans like yours. Yeah. Like, they pay a lot of money. I think they call it being a skinny nerd. I don't know, but yeah. Shout out to skinny nerds. 
Yeah. <laughs> well, Thanks. I'm glad that you're uh, you're here to join us, Bill. We've uh, uh, we've wanted to get you on for uh, a while, um, and uh, Eddie only has had good things to to say about you. So, um, well, you're a sweet man, Eddie. Thank you. And you know how this interaction started, right? So Fred, shout out to Fred, because Fred gets mm -hmm. zero love from the group. When I say the group, in the channel that we have in DMs, we talk about everybody else but Fred. But Fred is the one building relationships. So he's like, hey, you know what? Oh. I'm going to introduce you to Bill. So shout out to Fred. Yeah, no doubt. Fred is probably a great guy. The most, he is the most unsung hero of detailing out there. I just, it amazes me, the connections he makes for people. I just love it. And so. Shout yeah, out he's he he's a great guy. He's uh he he knows a lot. You know what? He actually uh he he gave me my first taste of lithium because he sent me a nice little sample bottle of uh of um oh my god, why is the the name of the soap double tap? Double tap. Double tap. Thank you. So uh, I'm it, it escaped me because it's in a it's in a it's in a it's not in its own bottle. So that's that's why I'm sorry. We gotta shout McKenna out too, right? So you have a you have we someone do. everyone has a McKenna in their life, right? Yeah. I got Bev, you got Cole, Bill has McKenna. Shout out to McKenna. She does uh God's work in the background, coordinating all this. Um, but let's get going, JB. You got some let's... uh we got some heat. Let's bring it to Bill and I do. I took it easy on you this week, Bill. <laughs> I don't want you to worry, but let's kick it off with, can you take us back to the beginning and share the story behind the company's founding and its unique approach to the detailing process? Oh yeah. It is a sexy story. It's, it's, it's awesome. So I always bought piece of crap cars basically, and I would polish them up, detail them and then turn around and flip them and then run to the tuition office and hand them my money and try to, get my way through school and do that. And, but it's mostly I did it because I absolutely loved cars and it was kind of my way of, I couldn't color or draw. So if I could make something pretty on a car, that's what I did. But over time I started just questioning why certain products worked as they did. And the main one was you'd put a coat of wax on something, turn your back, go grab something, come back and it would be as hard as a rock. Yeah. White chalk on your car. And I'm just like, this is stupid. And so you'd end up having to wipe it off and scrub it down. And I had a chemist friend who I went fly fishing with all the time. And I said, why does it do this? And he goes, bro, this is because they're emulsifying these carnauba waxes with solvents. And he goes, mm -hmm. you pour gas on your hand, the solvents flash off and your skin turns chalky and dried out. And he goes, it's the same thing they're doing there. I go, well, why do they emulsify it with that? And he goes, it's cheap. You pour a little mm. right in there, soften up the wax, put it in the tin and send it to checker. And I'm like, well, that doesn't make a lot of sense. So I started asking him questions and stuff and he wasn't paying much attention. He was, he was fishing. But then later I, I reached out to him and said, I got to fix this. So I'd always just kind of played around with chemicals and he told me I was going to burn my house down, not to do it anymore. But this time I said, <laughs> Hey, here's what I'm doing. I'm emulsifying wax with avocado seed oil. And it's really turning out pretty well. And he said, hmm, let me think about it. And he comes back to me a little bit, says, that's not a bad idea. Yeah. And we started talking about it. And so we made up this product called Autoderm. And it came in a squeeze tube. And we emulsified it with all kinds of uh, essential oils just to kind of balance it out. And don't want to make a long story boring. Wait, wait. I got a question, Bill, because there's a lot happening in this story. You don't remind me of the Steve Jobs here. So you're you're flipping cars to pay for school. 
Yeah. That's wild. You know, people complain right now, like, how am I going to pay for college? Get a job, right? Get a job, <laughs> struggle a little Lock bit. The bill. That's yeah, exactly what my mom said, too. Oh, I just sent you a letter saying there's no more student uh, <laughs> loans available from our home. And I'm like, great. <laughs> <laughs> and then out of this and the friendship and fishing, you started messing with chemicals. Yes. Wow. And that was kind of just so he mixed up a batch for me, sent it to me. I put it on this, I think it was a 75 Jeep CJ five that was black and I was putting big wheels on it and I was shining it up, getting ready to sell it. And I put this stuff on and it was literally like this, the skies had parted. I was like, Oh, look at this. So been playing around with it. That got me on my own chemical kick of playing around with chemicals all the time. And then I think, my buddy quit being my buddy because he got so tired of hearing from me of hey, do I do I'm just joking, but and putting that on because the essential oils weren't flashing off, they were actually helping this dried out black Jeep. You could put it on, walk away for an hour and come back and it still wiped off like butter, but it was amazingly glossy and it just felt the, the paint felt healthy. And so I would mix this stuff up and pour it in tubes and just give it away to anybody who would do it. And pretty soon we were giving away a lot. And I'm thinking, I bet I could do something with this. But I had started by this time, a couple of years had gone by and I'd started my business and I was selling these autoderm tubes out of the back of Excellence Magazine for Porsches. And we were saying, oh. yeah, it was $19 a tube. And it, our headline was hydrate your paint. And we were probably selling six to 800 tubes of it a month at $19. And yeah, it was spendy stuff, but it wasn't enough to make a living. And my wife kind of looked up at me and said, you know, maybe you ought to focus. And I'm like, what? <laughs> so I kind of put it off to the side. I offered it to a bunch of friends. You should take this business and do something with it. It could be something. But back then you were either distributed through Pep Boys or Checker mm -hmm. or Riley, or you didn't wait. Wait, 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 now you're bringing up companies that don't even exist anymore. So let's take a step back. <laughs> what year did you start this journey? I started it in probably 19, I guess, 1989. I started playing around with the chemicals and mixing them and just kept getting that sort of thing. I dropped out of school, started my business, and then by 93. I was selling them out of the back of magazines, but I'd also started another company and it was going the right direction. And it had more potential than 800 tubes out of the back of a magazine. And I couldn't get distribution for it. I'd gone all the brick and mortar shops trying to get it. And they looked at $19 for 16 ounces of product. And they're like, you're smoking. So I kind of said, okay, I've, I've got to take care of things and I've got to focus on one deal. And I mm -hmm. did. And after you would I have been an amazing drug dealer, <laughs> you were like, that's not the way I'm thinking. Like he's in the back. He's like, I got this idea. I'm going to drop out of school. I don't even know what, what yep. did you go to school for. What'd you go to school for? I went to school for uh, economics. Cause I didn't know what the hell Ec was economics. And he says to myself, I'm just going to sell tubes. You could have been the best. You could have been the Fred white of a uh, marijuana. If you wanted to. I'm too nervous <laughs> for that, Eddie. I'd always be looking over my shoulder. <laughs> so, Dang, that's a story, dude. Yeah, so then I sold my company. And once I did that, I thought, you know what? I'm going to do what I really love. And I busted out the frying pans again, or the boiling pans, and started mixing up chemicals. And 
thought I'm going to come up with some really cool formulas and then reached out to some people who are smarter than me and said, why doesn't this work? And they pointed out about 120 different reasons what I was doing wrong. And then we just started putting it together and then it was fun. So, so that leads, that leads me in like you kind of touched on, you touched on it a lot, but the, my next question was the use of essential oils and avocado oils um, and other enriching elements is intriguing to customers. Um, and you touched on like the hydration of the paint um, as being one of the benefits. Uh, can you elaborate on, on what else the benefits are for those who are wondering what are these products doing in my detailing arsenal? Well, what the, the benefits come back to, there's either short-term shine is kind of what we call it, or there's long-term health of the paint. Okay. And the byproduct of the health is it stays looking like it did when it came from the factory. Mm -hmm. It's not about not showing your car any love for six months and then going out and slapping some solvent based product on it, which actually takes the oils out of the paint as it flashes off. And so we try to stay away from those kind of things. And we're not a kumbaya kind of company of everything's got to be green and stuff because in certain surfaces, chemicals work better with chemicals mm -hmm. and in biological surfaces like leathers and things like that, usually more organic biological chemicals or not chemical biological ingredients mm -hmm. work better. And so we just kind of have to take it. And we've tried, we thought, well, what if we save the planet while we made your car shiny? But some of those products didn't work very well. They're trash. Let's call it what it is. Yeah. Look, I'm an environmentalist yeah. and I get a straw when I go eat dinner. Yeah. Because I like <laughs> sea turtles don't care if I use the straw or not. Maybe I'm hurting feelings. So I'm like, I just want a straw, dude. Like I want to suck yeah. out of a straw. In my mind, in my mind, right? Uh, I wanted to ask you this. You see the trend that the world's going in where we're saying, hey, it's okay to have chemicals, but let's make everything green or vegan. What are your thoughts on vegan products for Teslas and 90% of the cars coming out that have vegan leather? Is it fake news? Are they captain or is it facts? Is it fake or what? Uh, no, it's real, but it's, I, you know, Get I'm, yeah, I'm, bring I'm, it up. I'm, I'm torn because I want to do everything I can to make the world a better place too. But sometimes it just doesn't work and it, or it mm -hmm. doesn't have enough impact or it doesn't, you know, it doesn't bring it together where you're like, all right. Yeah. But is a vegan is a vegan product really that really that safe for environment? Like, no. I'll, I'll give you a question. Like if I have a I have a so things have to make other things, right? Teslas, they they praise Teslas for being a car that's gonna help you know save natural gases. We're putting these big holes the size of my stomach in grounds, right? And they go over it, you get sinkholes. So there's a give and take in this industry, right? Do you really think it's okay to just use Hey, let's just make a vegan leather seat cream and that's going to help my Tesla hydrate. Like, how is that different from leather love? Why can't I use that? Yeah, it's not. It's exactly oh. the same thing. <laughs> so that that's the problem. And you know what? I, I look at Tesla's and I think everyone thinks they're saving the world. They're just, it's called alternative pain therapy. You're just pushing it somewhere else because now you're stripping the world of, you know, stripping mining for lithium and you're doing all these crazy things to get, all the stuff to make a car electric, you're almost burning as much fuel on the back end, you know, just to make that electricity. And so, you know, everything's kind of a give and take. I think intention has a lot of good things to it. If my intention is to try to be better, well, at least you're doing the best you can. I don't want to get political, but we don't know political, but I'm just in my mind, like I go to your site and I'm like, I have a Tesla 
and, and the the marketing for detailing has been so wild lately, right? This stuff is nuts. Yeah. Get the vegan cream to help my Tesla stay soft. I'm like, my guy, look, I'm going to be honest with you. My butt doesn't know the difference. So if I send my Tesla, my butt feels soft. But how do I, what, your, what products from your line can I put against a vegan cream that claims that it will be better for my seats so we could stop? So we could stop lying and we could do a video on that because I think about this all the time. We we leverage people and their certain cars to sell more products. I don't see you doing that. You just sell it as is. I go to your site, I'll show it right here. And Bill, these are hard questions. I know you're like, why is that even said? No, no, this is good. I love it. So I go to your site, right? And I know JB has this question, but we always go in tangents. So I have two things here, right? I have leather love, which leather love to me is kind of like that cream, it's like a Vaseline type for older cars, right? Can I use this for my Tesla seats? You could, but it would do you no good. No good. Thank you for being right on the surface. Do I use this? Nope, no good. What do I use for my leather seats from your product line? Hypercleanse. It's solvent free. It'll take off any stain that the vinyl has on, or I mean, the vegan has on it. And uh, I said that jokingly vinyl, vegan, same thing, but they, it's, it's plastic. Yeah, but that, that's what this would work well with. And this is the problem we run into is we know for a fact that when we make leather products, 90% of the cars on the road have a urethane coating over that leather. So what the hell? It sits on the surface. It doesn't get absorbed by the leather. And so these things like Hyde Rehab actually helps the urethanes that on the surface stay supple as well. So you don't get the creases in the bolsters and things like that from it starting to go. It does not absorb into the seats though at all. But Leather Love is made for older cars before they started doing that, that really you can plump up and hydrate the leather with natural oils and things like that. So, you know, it's like an old pair of boots. If you put that Leather Love on it, it would soften it up immediately and get in there. So leather's leather's a tough area as to what kind of car is it going on? What is it? What are you going to do with it? Will it be effective? And we turned down so many sales on this stuff because everyone's like, yeah, I've got a 2023 Tacoma and I'm going to put leather love all over it. And we're like, yeah, <laughs> work. And that's why I appreciate about what you're saying right now. Cause a lot of companies, right. And this is why I appreciate about stoners too. Shout out to our sponsor is they're not going to be honest there. I don't want to buy a chemical and that's not going to work for my car. I have leather love. And I thought to myself, what am I use this for? Can I use it on my alpha mm -hmm. male? Yeah. It's got real leather, but yes. my leather is not, it's not old. It, it doesn't feel like it needs it. Right. I look at all this other stuff online and I'm like, bro, you have vegan cream, vegan sealants, vegan three in ones. And all I need to use is this. So shout out to all everyone, right? They go online, they buy this and it'll work for their vegan seats. But how do I keep it hydrated? You don't, it's a, it's not a natural, <laughs> you know, to keep that. Okay. So I take that back. We're working on a product right now that actually has the same chemicals as the urethane coatings on the vinyls and the leathers. And so the idea was, is to go in there and keep those refreshed with the stuff that the UV rays and the heat and everything makes evaporate and they basically flash off over time. Then you see the, the urethanes will start to flake a little bit on older leather seats and stuff. So it's made to recondition urethane, not leather, but ironically, you're spraying it on leather. And that was the reality we came to is what are we actually treating here? And everyone's like, well, you're not treating leather. It's mm -hmm. right on the surface. So let's, let's be real about it. So we started, we got with Bob, who's our chemist. And we said, Hey, what do you think about this? He goes, finally, someone gets it. And we're like, 
can you make something? He goes, oh, I don't know, but someone gets it. So, <laughs> but he did make it some pretty cool stuff. And, but we never, you know, I probably play around with three to four product concepts every two or three weeks. And very few of them ever make the light of day because we just don't add any value. Sometimes we go and test and it a lot. Of, a lot of companies are just adding to add. And, yeah. And it's, it's, I, I appreciate <laughs> I appreciate thought going into the lineup and, yeah. and, and this being for a specific task that maybe something else can't be used for, not just creating it to say that, Oh, it also cleans leather. Oh, it also cleans <laughs> vinyl. Yeah. Oh, it all, you know, so yeah. I appreciate that. Well, you know, we're like, we're like a young rock band. We come out with one bad song this early on. <laughs> We're toast. <laughs> we're very, very careful about what we put out there. And if it doesn't really add value and I don't run home excited about it and sleep with the yeah. can and go, oh, this is the great and carry it around with me, then we just don't do it. Because how are you going to sell it if you're not excited about it? You you have to push that excitement onto someone else. And if you're if you're just, you know, if you think it's lackluster, then, you know, what's that say about the product? Yeah. What I also appreciate is you saying that, you know, like, I, you know, leather love don't buy it if you have a vinyl seed. So I appreciate the honesty, right? You're not peddling chemicals. You want to get the right stuff out to the right people. All right, JB, I went off on a tangent because I had questions for Bill about, you know, talk to me about what does essential oils really do? You said it brings life to the paint. I do want to ask one more question on that essential oil. I know you're going to get to the next thing is what proof do you have, Bill, that your essential oils and avocado oils are really bringing life back to the paint that just say a normal soap wouldn't bring like what, what kind of testing have you done? Well, we do all kinds of testing, but really what I was going to say when, as you were saying that is it came out of your mouth. I was like, I don't know that we're bringing life back, but we're not taking life out of it. Okay. So you're preserving, preserving it in the sense that, yeah, our essential oil is really going to penetrate through a clear coat of modern, you know, a modern day chemistry and make it. Now we do know that it does great things for single stage paints and stuff like that. But we also do know through testing, if you pour, if you're pouring solvents on your paint every single time you do something with it, it is damaging it. I mean, mm -hmm. you wouldn't go out there and put acetone on your paint every day when you went to or every Saturday to wash it. And yeah. that's because it will dry out the paint and it will start cracking and it will start oxidizing the clear coat. So what we're doing is we're not causing harm. Let's let's put it. That's a good okay, that's a good way of saying it. So preserving not causing harm but we're not we're not saying that we're adding to it no and we All couldn't right. we couldn't prove it one way or another if we could unless we had some way of micro slicing a, a thing of paint and going huh what happened there but we do know long term that chemicals do harm paint over time so are there any benefits to external plastics from these components of the products will it that nourish your plastics at all well, anything we put on a plastic, what we do is we go back and we read the SDS sheets on what the plastic is made of and how okay. do we start to replenish those? Because we do know that plasticizers are very sensitive to ultraviolet rays. Mm -hmm. And so as you start to shine sun onto a black bumper, those plasticizers start to leave and the oils start to leave. So people will get heat guns and stuff and try yeah. to bring oils to the turf. Or blow torches. What's that about, yeah. Bill? Yeah, Walk that's that. That is getting, that's like just squeezing an orange till it's completely dry and then there's nothing there. It's better to replace it. So anything that we make would have a plasticizer in it, you know, that would go back okay. into the 
the pl- the plastic itself. So it, you're basically trying to keep the cup full. If that's yeah, makes uh, that makes sense. That makes sense. So. So, sorry, I got hot there for a second. All this uh, save okay. the earth, save my Tesla, make it make it soft. All right, JP, next question, bro. Next question: <laughs> Cost being secondary in your pursuit is a unique philosophy in the industry. How has this commitment to quality over cost influenced the development of your products, and what challenges have you encountered having cost be secondary? That is a freaking great question. Yeah, there is no challenges at all as long as you don't mind being a shitty little company that never grows. <laughs> but you know this this artistic sort of okay, I'm not going to do this for money. I'm going to do it for the art of what I love. Yeah, just for the sheer poetry of putting together chemicals that are the greatest in the world. You'll be divorced and broke, dude. Yeah. Exactly. You know, I was, I was watching an episode of uh, kitchen nightmares last night. I think it was last night. And yeah. the chef was absolutely okay with losing a hundred thousand dollars a year in his business. Cause that's not his because- money. Was it his money? Yeah, he's the owner. He was like, it's oh, fine. Gosh. It's fine. I still love what I'm doing. I'm putting my passion into this. It's fine if I lose $100,000. Oh, and gosh. I just thought that that was like, what? <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it is, but that's really about the last frontier for us, though, is making stuff that you know will be the best it can be. And mm-hmm. then adding up the prices and going like this, like, oh, shit, how much is that going to be? And sometimes really JB, the product never makes it to the light of day just because it adds some value, but no one wants to buy it. And yeah, the barrier to entry is pretty expensive when you're, you know, trying to launch a new product. And so we look at it and go, why does it, why does it, you know, why does it have to be like that? But honestly, we just, we just make the best we can. And the funny thing is that even though our intention is to make the best we can, yeah literally fail 95% of the time. It's never any better than something else because it's such an incremental margin gain that you're just Yeah, like, that makes sense. <laughs> so yep. you really got to walk. I don't know if you saw Shine Your Light's video. I saw and commented. Shout out to Shine Your Light for the love. Uh, Thank the you trim cubes chat. are awesome. And it's he showed a video on his channel. Subscribe to his channel. That, it lasts two years. The, yeah. the trim cube. That's yeah. wild. That's a, that's a, that's wild. Got a question about this though, Bill. So okay. you're making all these products. JB, this is an impactful question because I'm about to ask a hard one on top of this, Bill. And you could take a drink if you don't want to answer. Um, <laughs> <laughs> make sure you got the, make sure you got your drink. So when people go to your line, right? Here's what I hear a common, uh, common complaint is. And it's not really a complaint because when the product's good, you'll pay for it, right? It's the same thing with sneakers. Like JB, he wears Jordans. Does he complain when he spends 150 on Jordans? No, yeah. Just, yeah, but you buy them anyway, right? Yeah, but you buy them. I, I buy Jordans. I buy Jordans anyway. Hey, look, um, I buy chemicals that work. So you get the complaint we get a lot lately is like, "Whoa, that's too expensive." How do you combat that? Being a business that you are, because you're not a, a monolith of a business, right? You're still growing. Yeah. Um, what What do you have to say to everybody who says, "Well, it's too expensive"? We, I mean. It depends who we're talking to. If it's my mom, I'm like, mom, just buy the damn stuff. And then we go from there. But anything else, we're looking at it going, all right, it is expensive. But if you want to do something that's really going to make a difference, then you're going to have to pay more. And mm-hmm. I guess we come back to when you're paying, when you're buying Jordans, 
that helps you in society. There's status behind it. There's, there's cachet behind it. When you're buying expensive chemicals, nobody knows but your wife. And she's mm-hmm. going, you're an idiot <laughs> that kind of money. And so that's our wives. Yes. My wife, <laughs> but it is a difficult proposition when there is nothing that boosts your society ranking mm-hmm. by paying more for it. And but we are grateful that there's a p- lot of people out there who love their cars and you know who go out there and just get therapy for being with their car and doing those things. And for that, you know, is twenty nine dollars too much for something? I don't know. Well, it's- let's talk about this because this is something JB brought up yesterday. And JB, I'm sorry for cutting you off, but let, let's talk about. Oh wait, wait, let's talk about this first. Shout out to uh, oh, DJ Mayo. DJ, appreciate the love. Super chat. Um, me and JB were talking about this because we always go back and forth about what do I ask or what do I find? He, and he found this on your site, and I want people to really hear this out, okay? When we look at your luster lube, right? Yeah. It leaves protection behind, but you solved the problem here. This is what's unique about this. I could do a wash clay and seal right now for $190 on a small car, $250 for a van, Wash, clean, seal. You solved the problem that I could go from washing, using this to clean, drying, and I'm done. I don't have to use another spray, right? This leaves protection? Yes. So that, to me, I make my money back four times over for a bottle of this. What I'm shocked about is, why don't you sell it in gallons? Well, because the gallon thing and the extra skew thing complicates the business a great deal. And, I mean, literally, whatever you don't want to sell, be low on inventory and everybody wants it. And so Ah. we're constantly trying to, when I did this, I thought, I'm going to see if I have any business skills at all. And it's not a matter of, we never wanted to create something where we substituted dollars for business acumen or creativity, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Because I was in the corporate world for a long time after they bought my company. And the answer was always shovel money on it. You just... Mm -hmm. So what we try to do is I try to let the company carry itself. And when every time you add complication or layers to your product line or whatever, the tail on the snake gets a little longer, it gets harder to feed and it gets a little less profitable and it does a little thing. So we look at the volume that a particular product is doing and if it makes sense. The funny thing is though, Eddie, that is one of my favorite products in the world. And I don't know if people buy the story because really it came about because everybody that I ever knew was afraid of clay bar in their car. And I'm like, why would you be afraid of it? Well, I could scratch the paint. I could ruin it. I, and then you got to correct after because the stuff you use leaves the paint dull looking and whatever. Yeah. I thought the average guy is never going to correct his own paint. So why would, but we know that clay bar is probably one of the best things you could do for your paint as a quick modem, as far as making it feel good, making it shiny, getting all the contaminants off of it. So why not make a product that leaves it shiny as hell and smooth? Yeah. But for me, it's like, I don't think a lot of people know. Cause that, that I blew my mind yesterday. Cause at first I was talking to JB. I go, I, I don't know why he did it. I didn't read the description. And if you saw my last two videos, I don't read descriptions. <laughs> I put it on and then people roast me in chat and then I go back and redo it. But for me, if I could go do a rinseless wash, Use your clay blue, dry it. Yes, done. I'm out. I'm done. Like, I, I, we have to start thinking, like, who's this product for now, right? 
Exactly. So and, there's a question here that I want to ask. And then I know JB has more questions. And I get passionate because, man, people think 28 bucks. But, dude, we spend more than that on McDonald's in the morning for a cheap coffee. And then we poop it out in two hours. Yeah. Is, what is Lithium's ideal customer? Good question, Functional Doc. Okay. Our ideal customer is anyone who's got a big fat wallet. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here for, first, yeah. folks. Okay. We're being a little too honest. Um, our ideal customer is the guy who's got the second car. It's not a 2023. It's more like a 2020 or a 2017 or, you know, whatever it is. But his neighbor's got the brand new one up the street and he wants, he wants his to look good. He loves it. It's he goes out and it just brings him pleasure. He can't wait to run out of milk because he can jump in it and run to the store and, you know, and have purpose. And it's just something when you're in the mood for that car kind of fills a little void of boredom or a void of whatever it is. And that's, that's who we built the products for really is it didn't mean a lot to you to go out and spend 30 bucks for something that was going to make that car that you love in your garage and your wife keeps telling you to sell it because it's just taking up room. But every time you walk by it, it kind of, you look back at it a little. That's, I think that's me. And I think that's <laughs> what I, I don't, I don't know if it's, if it's, if I, it can't be only me, but I know like I may have a plethora of products that I use on clients' cars, friends' cars, family cars. But I, I tend to have this one group of products that I use on my own vehicles. And it sounds like, lithium fits that description for for your ideal customer they want that that they want that special lineup to take care of their car yeah you're right and when i pull out of the driveway in my slightly older car than the mm -hmm. dude up the street i kind of want it to be like yeah exactly <laughs> it's just i, I think it's a it. bigger flex to have an yeah, older car that looks good. that yeah. good yeah. rather than a new yeah. car where you can look at him and go, I guess if you're okay with a 2023, whatever. And you yeah, drive exactly. <laughs> exactly. And Bill, we're family now, so I'm going to have to disagree with you. Okay. Like, gosh darn it, bro. How are you going to say that after your lithium cues are so good? Like, I, I think, I I know this is your company, but for me, a professional, like, HyperCleanse, thank God you made a gallon because my daughter loved it. I love HyperCleanse. Interior yeah, clear was busting. Your clay, your, your, your cubes, it's it's like it's like if God peed in a ceramic coating and put and made a, a little moist foam, that's what that cube is. So why not pivot and and the products that people do like and they do use? Why not make a change your vertical a bit? You're an economical guy. We talk about all these verticals and economics, right? Like why not make another vertical where you're tagging the business and saying, "Hey, we can cater to you. We can do this. Here's the products that I know will help your business grow." And then leave the rest of it, like you said, for the daily drivers for yeah. the, um, you know what I'm saying? Like that's, I guess that's a question. Like why not tag a different vertical for the stuff that's awesome? Like itch batter. Why not make that bigger? I heard that was a busting polish. Yeah. Well, mainly I think it comes down to, I'm not that bright. I'm just kind of out there having fun and doing <laughs> shit. So <laughs> it's not like, I'm just not, but honestly, once again, do you keep tagging off of, okay, we got a number one hit, so we're going to now have a European dance version of it, and then we're going to have a party version of it, and then we're going to have this, that, and the other, or do we just keep Christmas it scented? Yeah, or just try to keep it real. I just, I smell through bullshit a mile away from corporate. Yeah, but you have like a mixed tape here. You have many hits. 
That's what I'm trying to tell you. It's not like if you were a one hit wonder, shout out to F11, then I'm like, yeah, you know, don't make anything else because it's trash. But you have many hits. Like you got Ignite Afterwash, Hyperclans, you have your your cube, you have um the trim serum, you have the inner space. Those are you can make a mix CD. Like you're at the point, like you're making a mix CD and everyone wants a sample from it. <laughs> it, it would be different if you were a one hit wonder, right? Yeah. You know, it's funny. I'm going to have to, I'll, I'll have to email it to you, but I have a giant whiteboard in my office and I'm writing down these concepts and what it would take to put them together. And I got to tell you, I look back and go, Jesus, that was back in March of 2022. And I still haven't figured it out. So I start drawing lines around it again. I'm going, okay, we gotta, we gotta up the SIO2. We gotta do this. And if, and then, and then I look at all the bottles of stuff that I've mixed up or, played around with and i'm like that's it gets it gets kind of frustrating actually <laughs> you gotta look at it and go shit nothing's moving the needles <laughs> i'm just telling you right now you got a mixtape this is a compliment by the way you could do whatever you want it's your business and that's why i was disagreeing because i'm like this guy's lying to my face like trim cube the guy across <laughs> the street he comes out he waves i know we're good i'm like don't talk to me until next year until your maintenance watch bro <laughs> and the trim is holding on tight right so that's where i'm like Time for a mixtape, Bill. Yeah. You know what? And Trim Cubes, Trim Cubes to me really are kind of the product that we made that was totally unique to our company in the sense of how they're built, how they're formulated. And McKenna will tell you, she right down from her office is always some guy, poor guy with a mask on and gloves and filling up envelopes and running the machine and doing all this stuff. And it's kind of funny, but that product to me is my absolute favorite product in the world. And it took us years to ever get it Which right. Which one? The trim cubes. I mean, yeah, uh, yeah. Dude. every day all I, all I do is just go, anytime someone, anytime someone pisses on them or doesn't like them for some reason, you might as well call my girls ugly. I'm just like. <laughs> your baby, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they didn't install it right like JB. All right, JB, next question. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I'm like, yo, JB's a good detailer. He's very thorough. He's very thorough. Very meticulous. Anyway, uh, let's dive into like more of the personal hobby-ish stuff, Bill. So as a Porsche lover, do you have a favorite Porsche model or era that you find fascinating? And how does your passion for those influence your work at Lithium? Or does it? Uh, you know what? It's funny is I used to honestly fall asleep at night and think about the next model that I was going to pursue. And as I got older, it was weird. I, the, the chase of the car and finding it and driving it home was always so much better than actually owning it. Yeah. And, and I don't know, you know, I'd come home and one of my daughter's bikes would be leaning against it. And I'd just walk by and not think about it. Wow. So my <laughs> wife looked at me and goes, I don't even know you anymore. It's so sad. Cause she'll point out a car or my girls will go, Dad, is that a GTR or is that a, you know, is that a 911? And I'm like, yeah, yeah. And they're like, what's wrong with dad? Because <laughs> you said, like, yeah. <laughs> wait, do you, do you have a Porsche now, Bill? What's that? Do you, do you have a Porsche now? No, I just sold the last one. And so I was just like, yeah, I don't. And so, you know, it's funny. My fun car now is one I bought for my daughter when she was going to school. Shout and to then, yeah, she bought, I got her a little Audi convertible, an RS convert or an S5 convertible. And and she just kind of said, Dad, I need a bigger car. So she went and bought one and just kind of left it in the driveway. <laughs> and so 
There you go. That's my fun car. Well, I got well, You're still I, in the. You're still in the family, though. Yeah, it's still in the German side of things. But it, you know, I, I think the last one I had, I had a Cayman, and then I got rid of that, and then I had a couple of Panameras, and I loved those, but they really weren't drivers cars. You know, they were. I fun. love the Panamera. I, people talk shit about the Panamera. Oh, I, I like the Panamera. That. I don't know if it's because I'm a bigger dude and like I see four doors and I'm like, yeah, let's do this. Uh, but I like I like me. I almost bought a Porsche and then I sat in the driver's seat and they had to call nine one one to take the lube out to get me out of it. I, <laughs> I, I wanted. Um, I'm sorry, joking, dude. That's like uh, you know, and it's funny because the very first Porsche I ever had, I think I was seventeen or eighteen, and I traded a Jeep that I'd fixed up for a nine twenty four, and the Jeep was just mint, and the nine twenty four was just a pos. But I wanted that Porsche so bad, and I'm out there with. Call came trying to fix all the cracks in the dashboard so my girlfriend wouldn't notice them, you know, and thinking, yeah, yeah, it's Porsche. But I fell in love with them ever since then. And just, they just, it's a marquee that kind of speaks to me. I don't know why. So, so in that same realm, I heard that you, uh, you enjoy uh, restoring old leather. A uh, little birdie may have uh, told me that, um, and it's a specialized skill. And do you have any? Do you, can you share any uh, uh, insight into your process? Any tips you might have for enthusiasts looking to revive their interiors, like if they've got classic cars, vintage leather seats, maybe oh, a nice God. couch? <laughs> See, this comes back from my history of only being able to afford pieces of crap, and then you try to make it look like you had something nicer. So, I spent years just playing around with different ways to restore leather and you know what kind of oils are good for it, what kind of oils are bad for it what kind of what sort of things do you put on it that really make a difference and you know really it does as cliche as it sounds if you treat it like skin it really does start to come back you'll never bring back the full color so we go to you know we'll dye a seat and then mm -hmm you know, restore it, get it back and then diet and then just maintain it from there. And you really can make it good from afar, far from good, you know, up close, it's still a little, little shoddy, but you know, the seat doctor makes shout out to them, but they make some great dyes that you can put on a, on a, Bad Second leather. time on this channel, we were talking dying. I was just gonna dying. say, <laughs> yeah. I was just gonna say, like Bill, do you spray paint your carpets at all? Yeah, uh, I've, been, to, I've been known to do that. <laughs> so, it's the real, it's the real thing. Shout out to Christian. Yeah. I, that's crazy, dude. I bought a, I bought a campaign. I bought campaign, uh, and I was gonna do my Tesla, and I returned it. Cause I'm like I can't cover the overspray. Like I'm too dumb for that, bro. I don't got tape. I don't, I don't trust myself gonna... with that, man. No, yeah. Unless yeah. unless that carpet's out of the car, I'm not. I know. I can't. You. can't trust myself. Yeah, but when you buy um, a 1977 924, the brown carpet was totally faded. So a little Krylon in there, it stunk for a week. Yeah. Oh yeah. If if I had but a little it, project like that, absolutely. Yeah. But I wouldn't. Yeah. I wouldn't touch Eddie's Tesla Look, with uh, any spray I don't, paint. Here's the thing. Here's my flaws in life, right? And I blame my dad for this. So he always said, junior, because my dad's senior, junior, um, go to school so you don't have to work as hard as me. And I took that as go to school so I don't have to do any you know, work at home. I don't have a honey-do list. I pay people to do it. Like yeah. my wife's like, clean the gutters. I call. She's like, <laughs> um, I want this in the backyard. I make a call. She's like, I want a new shower. I'm like, okay. I, I, that's how I take. So anything that I have to do painting for, I don't even know why I detail because I'm like, I don't do paint the floor. I don't, I, no, can't. Sorry, if I can't call somebody. I tell Eddie it. I'm working on something on like my car. He's like, you do that? 
Yeah, I do. <laughs> trade it in. If it gets to the point where they're like, look, this is the flaw, Bill. Okay, don't do I took my dad serious. I went to school, got my degrees, plural, and I'm like, okay, cool. Um, if my car gets to the point where it starts making a noise, I have to uh invest money in it, I sell it and get new money. I buy new one. <laughs> I love it. I just Eddie, I was always the guy that was scraping together that last penny. So it was like I was poor my whole life, but I rode the bus, so I didn't care. I care less. I didn't dream of having a Porsche. I had a 1989 Honda Civic, and I blew the the clutch. And no, I, no, my dad. My dad was like, "Junior, this is your first car." It was, it sucked. I still remember the color, and yeah. I was like, "No, I'll drive. I'll just take the bus." So my mine was a a 1991 Alfa Romeo, and it needed a new clutch. And I was like, shit, what am I going to do here? I still have the scar on my chest from trying to get the tranny off of that thing to put on the clutch, laying on a skateboard, holding it up. And then I had oh, my no. friend tie a rope to the drive shaft and pull it with his truck. Transmission comes right down, hits me in the chin, onto my chest, and he keeps driving. And I'm screaming, stop. Oh, <laughs> I think that dude. was the last time I ever went that far. But, uh, yeah, we got the clutch changed on. That was just a little bit. You died. you died twice that day. Yeah. <laughs> you've got you've got the scars to to show. Prove it. Yeah. It. You got to be a little brighter than that. JB, what um, you got next? I so I want to leave enough time for QA and our giveaways. So I've got one final question then before we get into all that fun stuff. So looking ahead, what excites you most about the future of lithium? And are there any upcoming products or projects that you're particularly eager to share with our viewers? Mixtape. <laughs> so I think what excites me though, is just being able to go in every day and work with people like McKenna, Josh, right? Just these people that are so good at what they do. It kind of frees me up to just sit there and dream about what's possible and what would be the next thing that could make a difference. And that's the funny thing is, we're really not driven by money that much. It's like, okay, what do we do to, to make this cool? And how do we change the world in our own little special way or invent a category that's never been there before? And I don't know, that makes me excited every day. I, I get it. Monday. Bill sounded like the apple of the detail. That, world that's why I kept thinking Steve Jobs. Like, we're looking for the well, what did Steve say in his last pot in his last uh, radio thing? He made this whole speech up. Uh, the his his Stanford speech, yeah, like you know, like he's looking for the crazy ones. The uh, he the, said, uh, 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 oh my god, it's 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 stay thirsty, I think, stay thirsty, stay something. Uh, I think that's a dose Eckies guy. No, <laughs> <laughs> is it? It's just, yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah, stay there. It's stay hungry, stay foolish. <laughs> it's like stay thirsty, my brother. I'm like, bro, this guy, dude. But what, well, right, like when ahead, you were when you were talking about like like not having extra products to have extra products, it like made me think to when Steve Jobs came back to Apple and eliminated 99% and did a little square, and you had your pro laptop your consumer laptop, your pro desktop and your consumer desktop. And that's how he rebuilt the company. Yeah. So that's, that's, that's what I was thinking about when you were bringing up focus, like focus on your core stuff. Yeah. And you know, that's, it's, it's tough though, because mm -hmm. I guess 
you got to just love painting. And if one turns out to be a work of art, fantastic. And if it doesn't, you did it because you love painting. And I yes. just love playing around with chemicals. I love mixing up stuff and I love making cars look beautiful. It's just, I mean, a brand you can new tell car. the way you speak about it. Yeah. You, well, you can tell you, you this is authentic. Yeah. And I honestly, I don't think I've ever owned a new car in my life because I just, it does nothing for me. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It just shows up and it doesn't need to be coddled. It doesn't need to be caressed. It doesn't, it doesn't need anything. And I like cars that need something. And my wife will get in her car and go, smell that. And I'm like, what? She goes, that's the smell of new, new leather. Why do you buy those pieces of crap? <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, she's not like that really, but that's kind of the difference between her and I is I, I just see what can be when I look at a car. I just, and it's perfect. It does nothing for me. I'll walk right past it. So I don't know. That's what excites me. Those were all great answers, Eddie. That's the that's the last one I've uh, I've got. Um, if you right. if you've got any, otherwise we can get into the fun no, Q and A no, we're giveaway gonna, part. We're, we're going to do our first giveaway being StonersCarCare.com. Uh, a shout out to our sponsor for this month, JB. What's the question? Oh, what is the question? Uh, let's see. And I think Bill has a giveaway he wants to do as well. So we'll we'll leave his question for last. Uh, my sponsor didn't save us the uh, lower 48, so I'll let them figure it out. Shout out to Skylar for being a G. All right, question coming. Bill, why the question's coming um, from the ask? I do have one here. Uh, is BioCleanse being phased out? Yeah, it oh, is. Oh, gosh. All right, look, I'm leaving chat, Bill. I know. No. I, and I just, and that's no other reason. It's then every time I use it, I'm thinking, is that as good as it could be? Because it didn't do what I thought it would. But people seem to love it. And then I was just less enthused about it. And then it came up as a mixing order. We had to get some made. And I'm like, do we want it? And everyone's like, well, it sells well. And I'm like, is it a great product, though? And everyone's like, I don't know, define great. And I'm like, I don't know. Do we get excited when we use it? And I look at some of the guys who detail for us. I go, is that your go-to? And they're like, I, I, it could be. I, I mean, and so I don't know. We just kind of didn't take it beyond that. I like people that at least go, hell yeah, don't you get rid of that. And I didn't hear one of those. It was like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'd date her if she was rich. I, I don't know. <laughs> shout, out, shout out to all the ugly women. You're beautiful. Uh, JV, what you got? You got a question? Or all right. For our stoners uh, giveaway, which lithium product did Bill recommend for cleaning vegan surfaces? Oh, first one in chat. Bill, you get to pick the winner. Who's paying attention? Let's see. Which lithium product did Bill recommend for cleaning vegan uh Oh, DJ oh I see it. DJ with the hyper cleanse. DJ Mayo. All right, DJ, I'll get your information. Send it to Skylar. Again, you won the Invisible Glass Pro Clean uh, uh, Kit. Um, we'll get that to you. Before we ask the question from Bill for your giveaway, we have a couple other questions here. Um, and then you can ask your question. So how did the name lithium originate? Well, that's funny because we were, I, I'm always think there's a lot in names. And one day I was looking at a periodical chart and I was going through different, I was, I was looking at carbon for some reason. And then I looked over and I saw the number three and I thought, lithium i didn't even know that was an element 
And so I started researching it and not for a name of a product, but I was just like, what is it? You know, you always think crazy people are, you know, taking it for whatever. And yeah, I thought this went back to your, your drug dealing days. That was yeah. <laughs> out of the back of a magazine. Turning in, he's on lithium. <laughs> no, but, and it was the one element that it said put out two times the amount of energy that was put into it. It actually pushed out more energy than it took in. And I thought, well, that's pretty cool. What a giving element, you know, altruistic element here doing more than it's actually taking. Should be called Eddie. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so I just thought it was a it was a neat name. And then it kind of fit with, I don't know, yeah, maybe it's confusing, but I was just like, I think that makes sense. So. Now we're going to see a whole bunch of lithium auto spas and lithium detailing yeah. pop up because hey, that, my name that is lithium that, details. Yeah. Lithium cologne. <laughs> exactly. Name, name my dog lithium. All right. Uh, <laughs> we, we have uh, several other questions, so we'll get to two more and then we'll do your giveaways. Are you cool with that, Bill? Oh, yeah. I love this. All right. Girl. So, Bill, can you use Interspace on Tesla seats? Fred wants to know. Fred, you know that, my friend. Yes, you can. And it works fantastic. See, Fred is a great marketer. You guys, I don't know if you know what he does, but oh, he's we know one of the he best does. marketers in the country. And so he's doing that to bait me to say, hey, dumbass, talk about if this works. <laughs> so he does yes. that often. Yeah, it's it's awesome <laughs> and it does work fantastic. So uh DJ Mayo said manufacturer worth a purpose. Yep. Thanks, DJ. We hope so. Uh, the lithium cues last two years. How long does trim serum last? I think this was answered three to four months, right? Yeah, depending on the environment. And sometimes it lasts a lot longer than we ever suspect. And sometimes we're just like, what the hell? So, but it's usually three months is your, is your go-to. All right, we have more. Keep asking the question in chat. One more here. Bill, explain Color Crush and how it works, please. That's well, what it has is a mixture of active amino polymers. And what they do is they lay on the surface of your clear coat and they actually fill in the natural divots and unlinear plane of the, of the whole surface. And when you do that and it lays in there and grabs onto the clear coat, it smooths it out so it reflects light more. So as it cures, it lays flatter. So you can use this stuff. And when you get up the next day, your car is actually shinier than it was when you left it prior to this and it's kind of a cool phenomenon and so what we did is we added some sio2 in it to give those polymers they don't play that well together on a molecular level but the sio2 does make them cure a little bit stronger and they bond well and then they so it's it's a great product that way and it was more of just us freestyling mixing crap together going what happened if you mix this with that? And what happens if you did this? And most of the time you get a blob of something down at the bottom of a spray bottle because they just react poorly together. Yeah. And this one just kind of just kind of clicked. And so so what's the longevity? On color crush, you can be as high as six months. And you know, it's it's really hydrophobic and it's really good. And you know, that's one of those things where honestly it was more of an accident. And uh, but when we said about our second kid, shout out to yeah. Isabel, <laughs> she turned out to be a blessing, dude. Like, tremendous, but like, for real, like, it's one of those things, like, oh gosh, she's amazing. Like, I love that girl. 
All right, um, so we're going to do our second giveaway. Bill wanted to give something away. Bill, I don't know what you're giving away, but you can talk about it, and then you can ask your question. Okay, so what we're going to give away is we have a new Ultimate Interior Kit, and it's got some things we're playing around with. So we'll give one of those away. If anyone can tell me which car I traded for my first Porsche 924. Oh, gosh, that's a good Ooh, question. Wow. Let, me create, let me go ahead and create a which car... I mentioned it earlier, and it was a straight across trade. I got taken for the deal, but oh, it's oh, I I need help here. Who who said it first, JB? Oh boy, oh boy. Uh, uh, the first one that I see, and I assume that is the answer, <laughs> uh, is this one. That's right. It was a just a cherry jeep and i traded it straight across to some ups driver down the street for a piece of crap 924 that ups driver took your money your kids and oh. your credit score yeah he laughed i <laughs> <laughs> got took you to the cleaners bro but it was a good month for dating that week chicks thought i was bad yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> congratulations ethan <laughs> go ahead and shoot your info over to coloed3 at gmail.com nice work ethan all right. We, is there any other questions in chat? If not, I have one more that uh, I, I was saving to ask. I do. Uh, I see one from Stoner. Right, is what, that the what, one you're talking about? Stoner uh, wants to know thoughts on the Cybertruck. I don't like I, it. In general, <laughs> I think it's ugly. Uh, I'm getting one just so I could flex on my neighbor. No. I'm, I'm the only thing that's got me in love with it is those guys are such great marketers the video did you guys see where they raced the porsche and then it shows it towing the porsche pulling the porsche bro yeah. that was wild dude i was just like you guys are geniuses so you yeah I, I as far as what it's doing for the world in the industry i just think it's incredible but would i drive one i don't but i do like the hummer electric truck it's a little i would never buy that pos i saw this thing bill i love you dude i love you <laughs> at that point i saw this video on this guy online who uh, he he was driving a Hummer across you, you know, like seven states, and it died. Like electric one died. No yeah. Okay, but uh, remember all the shit we used to see about Teslas in their first early days, and you're like, really? That New York, time, you know, just blasting the crap out of it. it. Takes a little time, but I just thought it was cool. I just thought either. if I had it, a little pretentious for me, but it was cool. Like Too pretentious it. for me, but shout out to Dindy for 10 bucks. Thanks guys for keeping real. Thank you. You have a question here. Um, what's itch batter? <laughs> I almost said something. What's itch batter? And is it a finishing polish? And why do you have it sold out? Because it was it is a actually supposed to be a scratch remover, and it does work extremely well within the parameters of what a scratch remover will do. And the problem we had was people's expectations where they wouldn't have to get their car repainted. They just rub this on and it would make it look new. You know, it, it, just when you hear scratch remover, a lot of people don't understand if you can feel a scratch, you're, you can't take it out. Yeah. You know, that's one of those things. It was for superficial scratches and it worked well. But we got a lot of people who came back and said, look, here's the scratch I tried to take out of my bumper and it wouldn't work. And it was all filled in with itch batter you know kind of building up inside the scratch because it was so people detailed. are trolls bill listen guys listen okay if you could put your nail and you hear this you know what that means 
it's below this clear coat. Trade it's the not, car in. <laughs> it's not working. Like you're gonna have to. People are suspect. Stop being suspect and, and be like being. If you hear this, bro, no, only Jesus Himself could save that paint because nothing else. New is car save. Time. Not itch batter. Not not a pen. You're gonna have to get it repainted or get it repaired. Yeah, and, and I don't think that people were out to to say it maliciously or whatever. I think their expectations when they read scratch remover, they're thinking scratch. And the average guy is going to think, well, let's see what it does. And so it doesn't, it never kind of met up to those expectations. So we sold it out and then it's probably the most requested product we get. And that was something where that was not a product that was built on passion either. That was built on a keyword search that people are like, did you know that scratch remover is the number one product in the world? I'm like, so no, did you know that scratch remover is the number one product requested in the world? I'm like, so, and then finally we said, well, we could build one, but, and it was good, but it, it just, so what am I hearing, Bill? Is it coming back or not? You're 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 dancing. No, here. it's not coming back. Oh, I answering the phone and explaining to people. See, hear this bottle. <laughs> you can you can hear that. All you're telling people is we overpromised and underdelivered, and we that it's just not worth nineteen. Shout out to the people who ruined it for me to get a copy of Itch Batter. I've been wanting it for like six weeks. <laughs> I think it's everyone. a clever name. I think yeah, it's a great it's name. Better. It's, yeah, that was that was it. It was like scratch the itch, and so yeah, got, I think that's awesome. Yeah, and if we make one that actually, you know, that did something miraculous that could stand up to the word or the name scratch removal, we might do it. But that's not an that's a physical uh, impossibility with something liquid. We're just not. Our brother it. Dewar here uh, wants to uh, point out the interior design of the room that you're in. And seems to be very jealous of it. <laughs> oh my gosh, Alex, my wife is gonna love you. So I'm help, out helping my. I'm out of town right now, and I'm helping my wife with that. She's an interior designer, and so she's going through this house and doing one room at a time. And so she put me in the room she wasn't working in because I'm just the monkey who carries the heavy couch when she needs it. And <laughs> her, her assistant is having a baby, and she's like, "I need your help," and I'm like. Dude, I'm on a podcast. I can't be bothered with this. <laughs> My wife also does interior design, so I I, I know the uh, the feeling of like not being able to hang this there. Or, like, yeah, that doesn't look good there. So I just don't bother anymore. I, I, I see what I want because I'm a man among men, and then I uh, I have my yeah. office and I have the garage. Like those, I get to those, I, I get it. to do what I want. Yeah, it's so funny because I said to my wife, I said, "When I'm done with JB and Eddie, is there anything you want me to hang?" She goes, no, "Just just go." Go be still somewhere. <laughs> kind of like she wasn't that's gonna let. That, that's that zero dollars an hour job that that yep. would work, Bill. Yeah, that's it. So, there <laughs> you go. At, we're at I'll the end of the podcast, so. but I do want to ask. I wanted to ask one more question. Then this could be quick, and then we could uh, give us your information, Bill, where they could find you and stuff like that. Um, when is your first ceramic coating coming out? Actual. So we just shipped six samples. I didn't to, get one to australia our distributor <laughs> there so we have six big bottles that we got done and he scott he's the funniest guy in the world he's our australian distributor he's like dude mate i need to get that bottle of stuff and so every time he asks i'm like it's not ready for prime time every time we get on a conference call and he's like enough just make it and ship it and we've actually been detailing cars with it now for almost a year riley our detailing tester guru has been putting it on he absolutely loves it but every time i'm like well, what did it do here and what did it and i'm always just kind of putting it off because 
Are we offering more value than the other ceramic coats out there? We think we are, but is it measurable? I don't your know. Gut, so your gut has been, I would say, right more than wrong with the products that you've that you've decided to launch, and and uh, from from getting to know you in in this podcast, it seems like if 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 you don't feel that in your gut, then that you're not you're not you're not launching it yet. <laughs> I know. So, I what I heard is you need more people to test. So I have a few detailers in different environments. Honestly, I love this. If you give me a list of detailers who want to try a couple of 50 milliliter bottles, because I got an ass ton of it that we've mixed in different batch A, B, C, D. And I'm like, no, no, it's just not, it's not doing it. And I'll send them out to these guys. And if they give I'm us, sure a, we can find if give, yeah, if they give us a thumbs up that, yeah, I'd I pay got for this. I got and I think it adds value. I'll send it out all day long. I just, I just haven't been excited about it when I'm back there and I'm back there more often than I'm at my desk. I'm back in our little studio putting shit on bad bumpers and, you know, just playing around with it. And so I'll put it on my, I'll put it on my Tesla, my wife and my windows. I can't put on my Tesla. I'm testing other products, Um, but Cherico. He'll buy a whole new car to test it on if you want. (laughs) (laughs) No, honestly, if someone gives us, maybe that's, I'm getting weird and my let my fingernails grow long and I'm covering my food with a napkin or something. Cause I just like, uh, yeah, is it there? So if you guys want to try some, I'll gladly send it out to anyone. Watching I'm going right. to get you a list. I'll get you a yeah. list of detailers. If you all are a detailer, I think it's a limited number because bill is not made of money and shipping costs more money than my diet. Let's cap McDonald's. it. 10 we'll people. If anyone 10 next, you guys go 10 guys who will test it and give us, not, not that I'm afraid to say anything and tell because you were nice enough to send it to me, but come back and say, oh, that, that sucked. No, go back to the drum. I want to know. Bill oh, wants yeah. you to be savage if, if you've got something to say about it. Yeah, because there's no, if we don't launch it, then I'm like, yeah, well. All right. I'm going to get you 10 people. So if you want to be part of it, me and JB will filter it. Colo Ed 3. Uh, it'll be the 10 lucky people that I know will be honest. This crap of, it's a good product out of honest yeah. all right we're at the end we're at the end jb close so us out fun, you guys you guys make me laugh i love it Just, bill thank you for coming on and, no, and you know we we know you got a lot going on so we we appreciate it but where can people find you if they want to if they want to reach out to you if they want to know more about lithium where can they uh, where can they go there's a small bar down the street from our work i'm usually found there <laughs> no i'm just kidding uh <laughs> Is lithium 50 project is kind of goes right into my personal email. It's lithium 50 project at Gmail. And that was just one that I was going back and forth with other friends who were in the detailing when we first got started. And that's just kind of been my personal reach out and say something or give us a comment or tell me what you'd like or don't like sort of secret society email that I keep. And uh, just that comes straight to me. And I love reading the stuff and, going from there. But I really would love to get the feedback from people and see if I'm just being too over the top, stupid with ceramic. Yeah, we will definitely get you that feedback. um, Because yeah, we want, we want to help where we can. That's why we have this. uh, That's why we have this show. That's what McKenna said. She goes, the giving never stops with these guys. You got to do it. (laughs) (laughs) And on that note, Eddie, you got anything? I want to shout out to Bill McKenna. Uh, shout out to StonersCarCare.com. Uh, much love from them. Uh, we're going to have I them. Love the Stoners love their stuff. 
See, yeah. even Bill loves your stuff. Oh, I do. Um, stuff. They'll be on a podcast in two weeks, and then we got a special guest coming on the 18th. It's going to be dope. So if you haven't subscribed to my channel, hit the subscribe, hit the like. Road to 3000 We are giving away a big, big, big. Well, it's not big. It's like $900 of products and stuff. Nice. Um, so to polish your Rupes. I don't agree, but I, I like to give it away. So people love it. And I want to shout out one more time to our good friend, Jamie, the cleaner and uh, the launch of his project. Uh, that was a, uh, a big deal for him. So go and uh, go and support our buddy. If you, uh, if you enjoy any of his videos and, and uh, enjoy, uh, uh, you know, mixing up a batch of clean maker yourself, then, you know, maybe, maybe, maybe help the guy out and, and uh, support him a little bit. I love it. Yeah. Uh, or you could just send me money. Uh, thanks for all the super chat and love. <laughs> we love you all. We're Thank out. you guys. Take care. Thank you guys.